Welcome back to Tevating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our Tony-winning national treasure, Aaron Tevate. My name's Elizabeth, and before getting into the episode, I just want to say happy February. When this episode comes out, it will be February 1st, and that means it is finally the month of Sweeney Tevate's debut. We have made it, and now there are only a few days left until Aaron steps on stage as the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. But for this week's episode, we are shifting from the 1940s musicals of Schmigadoon Season 1 to the 60s and 70s musicals for Season 2, Schmicago, and Cinco Paul... He understood the assignment for season two and gifted Tivate Nation with our now favorite hippie, Topher, who played a much more prominent role in this season. Before all the press interviews and everything started for season two, we were all just anticipating that first look of the show. And we finally got it on March 7th, 2023. Yes, I went back and looked it up. Aaron... In the Topher wig, his tasseled vest, the eye makeup, we were not ready and collectively lost it. And then the trailer dropped, seeing Erica right off the bat, the glimpse of Chicago, and then our hippie Topher appears on screen. Sounds like someone needs a lesson in the power of happiness. Who wants to get naked? Who wants to get naked? Like what the heck were we in for in season two? And in addition to getting the Topher look for season two in the trailer and the preview photos, season two press also gifted us with the tan suit. You know the one, the one that was revealed with the shot of Aaron posing with the sunglasses on. Yeah, that one. I asked in an Instagram story once, what was your favorite Aaron look of 2023? And that suit took the top spot by a landslide. And it seemed like the cast had so many press interviews this time around. And just like with season one, Aaron and Dove were paired together for almost all of them. In fact, in one interview, Aaron shared that he believes that it was his character, Topher, and Dove characters, Jenny, their storylines, they were intertwined in season two as a result of the chemistry that Aaron and Dove demonstrated during their season one interviews together. And Aaron laughed about how they instantly hit it off and they had chemistry just through the Zoom video. So being able to actually work closely with her this time around in season two had him excited. They were both always just so supportive of each other, so playful, and it was really it portrayed well in the interviews and also as Jenny and Topher in Chicago. I think, you know, as wonderful as season one is and I, I loved working on season one. I just think this era of musicals um, are, are some of the best in all of musical theater, right? Like the this, they're they're complex, they're bold, they're stylistic, they're sexy, they're dark, they're gritty, and so there's so much more dimensionality in all of those shows than than you know the kind of seemingly one dimensional a lot of the previous. Uh, source material was. So I think just getting to work on that. And I think it reflects all of our characters. You know, I think we were almost like stereotypes in the first season and, you know, to function off of Cecily and Keegan. But this season 
we still are there to function off of them, but we all get to have our own kind of full, m- much more realized, fuller characters. And I think that that was, uh, that was definitely a lot of fun to do uh, this time around, to kind of get to play like a real character with a journey throughout the course of the season. And Aaron was not shy about sharing in interviews that this era of musicals from the 60s and 70s are some of his favorite, and the musicals being much more dimensional really lends itself well into the structure of Schmigadoon and the characters and the storylines. They got to take place on a much bigger scale than in season one. So there were scenes at the crack club and the junkyard and the apartment and the orphanage, etc. And having Schmicago really be much darker than season one allowed Aaron's character of Topher to shine as the light and the comedic relief of the season. And that comedic relief started the moment Aaron first put on his Topher wig. Aaron couldn't believe what he looked like when he first put that wig on and Dove revealed in an interview that she thought Aaron was joking when he said that the wig was for him. And Aaron has spoken before about the power of wigs and costumes. He talked about it with the Enjolras wig. He talked about it with the costumes from Moulin Rouge, like the effect that they have and how you carry yourself differently once you put them on. And he says that they really do a lot of the work for you. And I think that that's such a simple but powerful way to explain it. You know, Aaron, I've heard you mention how the moment that you started putting on those aspects for yourself that it even that's how you really found a lot of the mannerisms and even aspects of how does this character talk and and move in the world Um, and so for all of you was just really interested in how that helped you find a lot of the the very distinctive movement and mannerisms because it's so different from last season in terms of what it's asking of you all yeah I think you know good 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 wardrobe and good hair and makeup it it does so much work for you um it not only from what the audience sees but also yeah like you mentioned it just makes you kind of it makes you carry yourself differently makes you walk differently talk differently and yeah I just you know for me I put that wig on and I I just couldn't stop laughing at myself and then also the clothes too right I had this like kind of crazy Victor Garber Bob Ross wig on and I'm dressed (laughs) like some some version of Robert Plant right so it just made me kind of carry myself very very different differently than I do in my normal life and I mean what a dream you know what what a dream as an actor to kind of get to do that I felt it was very important the first day Aaron put on that wig for me to say Aaron you look amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was lots of support because I I was nervous I thought like how is he going to react to this but uh yeah he if anyone could pull it off it's you Aaron well thank you (laughs) oh my goodness Cinco stepping in at the end of that clip saying that he made sure to give Aaron so much reassurance always makes me laugh. Like Cinco had such a clear vision for how he had written the show and wanted the characters to look that there must have been some nerves on his end for how his vision would be received by Aaron. But the wig played into Aaron's ability to really lean in and as he said at times be as ridiculous as possible. Throughout season one and season two, Aaron has expressed how he really let himself go fully into the character that he was portraying, and by doing that in season one, it gave Cecily Strong's character, Melissa, the ability to play off of him and do her comedic thing, and in season two, it did the same for Keegan's character, Josh. And Aaron shared that one of his goals was always to make Keegan laugh, and he had so much fun making Keegan or Josh feel as uncomfortable as possible. And that started with the very first scene that they had together. 
Keegan's character, Josh, they were he was in jail and Topher was then escorted into the jail to join him. And of course, Topher didn't know or recognize who Josh was because this was a new world and he was a new character, but Josh recognized him as Danny Bailey from season one. And Aaron said that that scene was really fun to play because in season one, Josh had such a disdain for Danny that it carried over into his reaction to seeing Topher for the first time in season two. And Aaron also expressed in interviews that Keegan really gave him the space to play and be ridiculous, which he really appreciated. In season one, Aaron's character was based on Billy Bigelow from Carousel. But in season two, Topher is a combination of multiple characters from multiple musicals. And Aaron spoke about that in an interview he did with Gold Derby. Is there any kind of this song? You have so many different places that your songs pull from this season. Was there any in there that represent like a dream character that you've never got to do before? Yeah, I mean, I've never played Billy Bigelow, which was that and Carousel's always been one of my favorite shows. So that really kind of uh, was like a bit of a bucket list check off, you know, you know, I got to check it off if I never do that. And similarly, this year, I've never played Pippin. I've never played Jesus and Godspell. I've never played Jesus and Superstar. I've never done hair. So I've never, I've actually never done any of these shows, but I'm so familiar with them and I've sang some of the songs before. So it was much like season one. It was really great to kind of get to throw myself into, um, you know, my ideas of, of all of those roles, but all at the same time. Right. And it's also the way the show kind of turns. I didn't feel like I had to like one moment I could like in that door to bear, I'm clearly Pippin and then the Parabell, it's clearly Godspell. And then I'm kind of Jesus and then Judas. Like it's so, so I didn't have to, I didn't feel the pressure to kind of make them all one. I, I, I think the show works that I could kind of just turn all these corners at different moments. Um, which also interestingly about Topher, um, I think that's also his journey, right? I think he doesn't really know who he is. And so getting to be all these versions of these musicals kind of until he meets Jenny. And I think that they both can kind of be, they, 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 they become comfortable with being who they are and meeting each other. So yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of amazing to get to do all these different uh, shows without having to do it eight times a week. <laughs> Topher's doorway to, to where really sets the stage for what Aaron was saying in that interview about how Topher doesn't really know who he is. So he is all of these different characters performing based on the situation that he's in until he meets Dove's character, Jenny. And then both of those characters really go on a journey to finding their true selves throughout the season and letting down those walls to just be them. What surprised you most about your characters in season two? I think that our characters got to go on a real journey on their own this season, whereas season one, we were much more functions for Cecily and Keegan to kind of bounce off of. And we'd still do that this time, but I think that we each, and especially our, our kind of journey together, I think we find, I think we each find ourselves through the, through the other person. And so it's like, we, we, we got to go on our own little story as well as, as serving the, the whole story this time around. And there was a lot of anticipation leading up to Topher and Jenny meeting in Chicago. Aaron and Dove frequently mentioned the duet that they had together in interviews and shared that it was one of their favorite moments in the show. And Aaron broke it down a little more in one interview that he had with In Creative. So much of the show is kind of so larger than life and 
this fantastical world that we're all existing in. And then, you know, when our two characters meet, it's like almost as if for the two of us, kind of all of that kind of stops for a minute and things just like get really simple and really slow. And, you know, and I think that, um, that number, and then specifically filming that number, right. We went from these, these big production numbers to kind of just the two of us on a soundstage in a little tent with a camera really close and just kind of, it was just like a very simple, intimate scene. And so that, that resonated with me about kind of that really, you know, that, that was really the key that, that clicked in about how this, my whole character worked. So um, it was interesting, you know, you, for how, how large and amazing some of these things are, it almost undercut that, you know, to kind of go to this very simple, simple place. And he's so right, because prior to that intimate scene between Topher and Jenny in Topher's tent, there was the huge talk to daddy number where Josh and Melissa were trying to get Jenny to call her father and the whole ensemble cast of the show were singing along with them. And when the song ended, Josh and Melissa asked her if she wanted to go talk to anyone. And she says, yes, the angry boy in that tent. And she got up and walked over to Topher's tent. I don't want to be cured Don't want you to save me Cause that's absurd I just want your heart next to mine That's all I need Used to look up above Something to guide me, something to love. But in your eyes, I see the divine. That's all I need. I can't tell you what you're feeling. I can't tell just what you feel. Touch my hand and I am real and feels like this is something real, something real, something anticipation for that duet did not disappoint and I think this may be my favorite number from season two. It demonstrates everything that Aaron talked about about his character's journey and performing and then finding a way to just let the walls down and be completely authentically yourself. However, I would be insane to not mention Aaron's or Topher's fan favorite scene from the season. A sour macaroon, a sour macaroon, a sour sour almond flour, sour macaroon. I mean, sure, Topher is angry, but this scene is genius, and it's an amazing play on the scene from Jesus Christ Superstar and Aaron's facial expressions, how he walks across the couch in the apartment, how he gets he gets so close to Josh's face, like. Keegan, he is such a pro. I would have broken constantly if Aaron was in my face looking the way that he was. And it's, oh my gosh, despite being angry, 
in the end, Topher, he makes a turn in the direction of forgiveness to go and rescue his chum, Josh, when he gets into trouble. You need to turn the other cheek and let that person slap you again. But do you? Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah, not the best example, darling. But no matter what he did, Josh is still our chum. And if he needs our help, then we need to be there for him no matter what. You better gas up the happiness bus. It's on. (laughs) Season two really gave Aaron the opportunity to show off his silly guy side. And Topher really was the light we all needed in season two. And Aaron... He has kept Topher alive during his concerts since season two aired by adding Doorway to Wear into his concert set list. His camel's dance move will never fail to spark a reaction when he does it on stage. And I remember getting so many messages after his concert at Texas Christian University and the live stream cut away from him prior to that part of the song when he was performing and everyone missed the camel's move and were not happy about it. So hopefully TCU knows for next time to keep the camera on him the whole time for that song. Thank you so much for listening today and continuing to support this podcast. If you're looking for more fun Aaron content, follow along on Instagram at Tevating underscore patiently and over on TikTok at Tevating patiently and hope to have you back here for episode 75.